today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Matt and I, we're cheating. We're cheating so bad right now for the fantasy draft. Because <laughs> we're talking about what's coming in 2023. All that and more of this musical break. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff. So we're, we're getting into it today. We're talking about what is coming in 2023. Like it's New Year who dis, Marvel. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. New Year who dis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give us a quick rundown. Uh, maybe we'll discuss a little bit, but like, what do we got? What do we got coming this year? We have a number of properties, as always. Yeah. Um, sure. Marvel has been uh, ramping things up a lot. We thought that the pandemic had kind of like, Calmed everything down. No, no, no. It's crazier now. I feel Mm. like it's crazier now than it has been in a while because we've got at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine properties that are coming out this year. Yeah, it's wild, man. That have a uh, something coming out this year. In fairness, that does include Spider Man Across the Spider Verse um, and Craven the Hunter as a a potential. Uh, But that's not including two things that may come out this at the end of this year so man so we know we have release dates for ant-man uh ant-man and the wasp quantumania mm-hmm. we know that's you know in february gardens of the galaxy volume three we know that's in may um spider-man across the spider-verse june 2nd uh the marvels the basically the second captain marvel movie uh that is also kind of a follow-up to miss marvel um, coming out J- July 28th. Um, Craven the Hunter, the Sony property, is supposed to come out this year. Uh, Secret Invasion, the series, we it's supposed to come out sometime this year. We don't know when. <laughs> um, Loki is supposed to have a season two. Ironheart is supposed to come out this year. What If is supposed to have a season two this year. And then the two properties that I'm pretty sure are not going to be at the end of this year, but may. Because, you know, they've been working on them. They've been announced. Uh, we've got Echo and the Agatha uh, Coven of Chaos. Oh, interesting. House of Harkness See, is what they called at it. Least the, at least the big release thing said that Echo is going to be in summer um, of, of 2023. But I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, the, 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 it seems like they're really, like, keeping the dates of the TV show is really close to the vest. Like they're not really giving us much to work with. Yeah. Like they're not letting us plan for our show at all. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, I guess either in March, we're going to have a lot to cover or nothing. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) based on their like original timeline, they put out, it looks like Ant-Man quantum May is in February. Then immediately followed by secret invasion, like pretty closely thereafter, because it's going to be between Ant-Man ant-man and guardians which is in may so there's like a three-month period where it might be it'll fall um and i'm assuming that's probably at least a six episode season so like most of that the weeks between those movies we'll get that and then echo and loki are supposed to come out before the marvels which is in july and that's only a two-month window between may and july so if that if that all like holds true to what they were said in that initial announcement like i don't know of course we know blades are even removed from the from the roster from that same announcement. So other things definitely yeah. might've shifted. Um, um, and then what if I have no idea where they're going to put that last year, it was kind of 
in that same like sort of summertime, I think. It was August 2021. Yeah, late summer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And they, I mean, they've been working on it since December 2019 on the second season. <laughs> and supposedly it's supposed to come out. Um, uh, it's supposed to come out early 2023. Okay. Man. So, a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Like, I guess early 2023, when we have a few weeks until Quantumania, they could drop that any day. <laughs> like, it could, it could come out tomorrow if they wanted it to. It just, it just, it's starting to seem like we're going to hit another year. For a minute, I thought we, because they haven't announced any dates yet for the shows, I keep thinking, like, maybe they're giving us another, because I think it was, like, was it last year where we had, like, a five-month gap at one point? It was, like, before, like, January to May, we just didn't get anything. For some weird, like there was some weird couple month, few month gap or something. Um, no, last year in that gap we had. Uh, are you talking about twenty twenty one? When you I think said I'm last talking twenty twenty two, because twenty twenty one was Moon Knight in March, right? In March, that's right. But it was like January to March. Maybe there wasn't anything. Is that what I'm thinking? Could have been. I, just, I remember there was a few months off because it was strange because uh, 2021 we had like every every week it was something almost, and then we yeah. had 2022 and there was this big gap. All of a sudden we're like, whoa! Well, they were they were making up for 2020, right? You know, 2020 yeah, yeah, yeah. we had absolutely nothing, and then we got everything in 2021. It was like it they front loaded it, and then it kind of like it it <laughs> it was that it was that like get a bunch of it all at once, and then just kind of like let it all eke out. Not not slowly, but like let it settle, like let the dust settle. Right. They had to build a firm foundation for us to get all this stuff on. Is it, and I, <laughs> it feels stupid to say this because it's still a ridiculous amount of content, but it seemed like 2022, they slowed things down a little bit. Like you're saying, yeah. like uh, 2021 was packed. 2022 was a little slower. And I was thinking we were kind of going to stick with that, but looking at the number of titles, I'm like, I don't know that they can slow it down. It looks like it's going to be like almost every week again. Yeah. Yeah, and especially with uh, like looking at the, the the stuff like Secret Invasion, Loki, Ironheart, What If, uh, and possibly Agatha and Echo, like those those are all series. Like that, there's only going to be what three movies, three four movies this year. Yeah, three as of now. Um, so like three and like when, six series. Yeah, and then like everything else is a series. Like. With everything else being a series, even if it is only like six episodes, that's a month and a half. You know, that's a month and a half of that property coming out mm-hmm. week to week that we are going to be talking about. It. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, uh, you know, they, they may be able to give like a blank week or two between properties, but it's not going to be much. It's really going to, it looks like it's yeah. going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of content coming this year, which is ex- super exciting. So, um, so that's what's coming. We're going to talk a lot about uh, kind of what's our favorite thing, what's, what's our least favorite, what's what we're most excited for uh, right after these ads we have no control over. And we're back. And we're back. So, Jeff. Yes, Matthew. Of all these properties, all of these things we're talking about, what is the one that is like the crown jewel? What's the one you're most excited for? The one thing I'm most excited for. Um, I think the one thing I'm most bitter about is Caesar, uh, Secret Invasion. <laughs> because of the draft. <laughs> because of the fantasy draft. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to get all Secret Invasion characters this uh, this season just to bother you. <laughs> I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be very upset. 
<laughs> I'm gonna try to get your exact slate and destroy you with it. <laughs> that was so. Oh god, that was such such garbage. That was such garbage last year where they were like, "Oh yeah, Secret Invasion coming out in 2022." Nope. <laughs> Yoink. Speaking of fantasy draft, you know. Much was said on the episode about how I beat you guys so handily, particularly you. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I really, really wanted to like smack talk you three. And then right. we got off of the podcast and they did all the resolving of the points and figuring it out and like fixing the issues with the, with the, with the, you know, the scoring that we had, like tried to get everything correct. And then I realized I beat everyone. <laughs> and now I'd just like to take this time to say there are 750 people playing the game. You all lost to me. All of you. <laughs> wow. This is like, it's like it, you, there's almost 10% of the people listening to this probably oh, played in the fantasy draft. And I just want to say, you suck. I beat you all. Wow. I beat you all. There's no way. Come at me this year. See if any of you can take me down. I thought for sure. This is like crowdsourcing. Somebody's going to have a better uh, slate than me. But no. Somebody has to. I had eight of the top 11 characters. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Totally you know, ridiculous. <laughs> we also did that. We did that way before anybody else got their drafts done. Uh-huh. So... I feel like your choices kind of informed everyone else and everyone else got, they, you know, they, they dispersed your team across everybody. Like they sprinkled yeah. your team across everybody else's team. That's totally true. No one had the advantage of being able to pull the wool over you guys' eyes. Like I did. Like I didn't tell you guys my strategy till it was like, we're like seven characters in and I had all the guardians. <laughs> <laughs> no one else is going to let anyone do that in their drafts, you know? Like, yeah, they, they saw it happen live, and they're like, hold on now. I'm not going to let that happen to me. So so that's the charitable way to say it, but that's not what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to smack talk the entire yeah. audience. I'm yeah. trying to say all 750 of you took the brains of all 750 of you combined could not bring me down. Just come at me this year, bros. <laughs> all right. All right. And, and brodettes. Um, so I'll also reach out to everyone and say, like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we don't necessarily have to bring him down. He's going to self-destruct. <laughs> just watch. He's going to fly too high. He's going to get try to get that whole secret invasion team just to screw with yep. me. And then... <laughs> We're, like Icarus, we will watch him fall. <laughs> <laughs> wings on my feet and everything, you know. We talked about that last episode. Yeah, you got those wax wings on your feet, mm, Namicarus. Yep. Namicarus. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be Ikamore? <laughs> no. I like Ikamore pretty good. I like Ikamore pretty Sounds good. Sounds like a tree. But Namicarus uh, is pretty great. The one that I'm most actually excited about. Um,. Is either uh, Secret Invasion is such a cool story. It's such a cool story. But, but what we saw in the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with the way that, uh, the way that Adam Warlock looks and like just the, the amount of intensity that's going to be in that film, I think that one is going to be amazing. I think that yep. one's going to be in 
incredible. That you know, that's what I was gonna say, man. I was gonna say Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. That's my top pick for best of the year. Uh, closely behind it is Loki because Loki is one of my favorite things Marvel's ever done. I just love it so much. Yeah, yeah. But Guardians is probably my actual favorite thing that uh, Marvel's ever done. Like as a single property, I just love James Gunn. I love what he does. And after seeing the holiday special, I'm super hyped for it. Um, and knowing that he had this ending sort of in mind when he started the Guardians trilogy, and he'd always planned to end it sort of this way and like round out the uh, rocket character and go back to this planet. Like that's, he's been laying seeds for this all along. And uh, I just love that they've allowed James Gunn to really like make his vision. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I've, I'm excited for his DC stuff. Like I, I love the Suicide Squad. I love Peacemaker, and so I'm excited for what he's doing at DC too. Like he's just a creator that I love, and so you know all of these things are exciting because I love Marvel. But like that movie is exciting on like I guess an art, uh, like an tour level. Like I just love, I love James Gunn. I can't. I just trust him implicitly with that property. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like that's not to say that like these other things that we have uh, that we have coming out with the Marvels and uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantum Mania. Like mm-hmm. in Quantum Mania and the Marvels, we get a bit of uh, a bit of that younger group. You know, we got Cassie Lang in Quantum Mania, and we got Kamala Khan in uh, the Marvels, and also Tiana Parrish of of uh, you know when she was in uh, WandaVision. Where she gets to be, I guess, Spectrum, probably, mm-hmm. probably Spectrum, um, but Monica Rambo. Like, we've got these characters that are that are newer to the MCU that get to, uh, you know, get to kind of have their own introduction and and trajectory kind of uh, put before us, and you know, we get to see them shine and. Uh, kind of see the future of the franchise as a as a whole, like getting carried by these new people, and like that's exciting in and of itself. And yeah, you know, it's it's funny to see that Ant Man, um, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania is as ridiculous as it is with there being like uh, the microverse and uh, and you know Kang's realm, the the quantum realm, like where Kang is and all of these other things that are that are done through the quantum realm like it, it's funny to see all of that spawning off of what ant-man started as ant-man was a heist movie mm-hmm. like it was it was a heist movie and they had this like this one kind of uh this one kind of rule of like he shrinks and he gets back to normal size and that's it mm-hmm. and then it's just grown for yeah. you know, lack of a better term, it's just grown in scope and scale, and like, it might be the most important movie, <laughs> you mm. know? Yeah, well, it's definitely one of the most important movies in this phase because it's really going to give us more about Kang. We're, and that's like uh, you, you're talking about Quantum Mania, but also connecting that to Loki. Like those are the two of the yeah. ones I'm really excited about because of the Kang connection there, and like really getting to know Kang um, in the in French that connection. situation. <laughs> the, joke. the French connection, uh, the Kang connection between uh, Quantumania and Loki. I just, yeah, it's 
going to be cool. It's going to be really, really cool. And seeing, I, I'm wondering how much we saw. We saw uh, Jonathan Major showed up for one episode of Loki, but we saw it end with him like now he's running the verse. So is it just going to be like, you know how uh, Agents of Shield was always like the big movies happened, and then uh, Agents of Shield was about kind of the people getting stepped on by the bigger movies. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> like they were the bugs getting stepped on by these big like uh, characters. But I, I really wonder how that will shake out with uh, with Kang. Will he like be in episodes of Loki? Will he be a main character? Will he be present? Or is it just going to be like Kang? They've set Kang free. He's out doing crazy stuff in Quantum Mania, and they're just like running, trying to like put the universe back together at the TVA. You know, I have no idea, man. Because like the way that they ended Loki with him saying like if it's not me holding this all together, then it all, it all comes loose and we have another multiversal war. So, you know, you can either replace me and I'll go off, do my own thing or whatever, or you can kill me and it, it'll still come back to me. Like, do you think they'll let that happen? Or do, and this is a big question. Cause this is like how will the multiverse saga end, but like, what if, you know, what if he's right? And it's just inevitable that he is going to be he who remains at the end of time. And it's just like the Avengers are going to have to choose which Kang to side with. You know what I mean? Like which Kang, which of the devils do they want? You know? Oh, man. Do they have to put him back in power? Yeah. They're like, this is the nicer version, I think. Let's put him, let's put him in place as the, the guy who wins, sort of, because otherwise we're fighting eternally. Man, right. oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy thought. Ugh. But then we've got other characters like Doctor Strange who would never leave it in the hands of somebody like Kang. They would absolutely, like, Strange would never leave that in his hands. Sure, absolutely. You know, uh, another thing that this looking at the slate has me thinking about? What's that? Triangles, my friend. Love triangles. Ooh. Because, you know, in the <laughs> comics, we've got uh, Echo dates Daredevil, right? Yep. Am I, am I not mistaken on that? You're and correct. we know that uh, Charlie Cox has already been announced to be an Echo. But yep. the Charlie Cox, that we, the, the Daredevil we know, the Matt Murdock we know from this universe, uh, has started a relationship with Jen, it seems like, Jennifer Walters, it seems like, you know, like it's moving, it's going forward. He met the parents. And now he's yeah. he's going to he's going to meet up with Echo for a he whole series. He met the whole family. Yeah, he met family that they hadn't met yet. Yeah, he met Scar, which is, is such a weird thing. Uh, we haven't talked about it <laughs> enough on the show. I feel like, but like, what a weird thing. I've I've seen it made fun of a lot, but I I think it's just kind of crazy and fun. It's wacky. Yeah, I mean that show <laughs> was supposed to be wacky. So like, there exactly, go. exactly. Um. So yeah, but if Echo and I'm, I'm really curious if that if they'll play that for like anything. If if the whole thing with Jennifer is just like, oh, they're just friends, or like they're just friends with benefits or something, like whatever, or like they're gonna go with, I don't know. That just seems strange, like because everybody really ships them now. You know, everybody's really excited about uh, Jennifer yeah. and Matt, and now Echo comes around, and it's like, oh, this show, whole show about them meeting, maybe, or is he just gonna be like another like? Is he just gonna swing through that that show like he did She Hulk? I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like he's going to have so much more to do in Echo 
uh, because of her uh, her ties to Wilson Fisk and him being so anti Wilson Fisk. Right. Like, I think that's going to be his through line more than anything. Is that he's gonna he's gonna be you know uh, frenemy of Echo maybe, or like he's gonna yeah. not trust her because of her ties to Wilson Fisk, and then like they're gonna fight. Obviously, they have to fight and then reconcile and then. Uh, come together to defeat the enemy, but I don't know that he's necessarily going to. I don't know if they're going to go that route. Like maybe, maybe like she kisses him and he's like, whoa, 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 no, no. Yeah, maybe it won't be romantic at all. Maybe that'll just. I be- have a lawyer girlfriend back <laughs> in LA. <laughs> like I just even wonder if he'll mention her. You know, like will it even. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, anyway, did, did that just, matter? Yeah, yeah. Did, did that matter to a Matt Murdock? Was that just like a. Uh, a fling he had out in LA and like, you know, he's back. He's back. Well, that's the other thing we do. I was about to say he's back in New York, but, uh, this show is supposedly happens at least a, a big portion of it from the synopsis. that was released a few months ago. Um, echo is supposed to be happening in like, uh, echoes hometown or something. Chicago. Yeah. That's yeah. Chicago. Um, and I thought it was even like a small town near Chicago or something like that. Right. I think I, so. Yeah, because I remember they were talking about filming in some small town. So it's just kind of strange. The the yeah, like I don't know, I don't even know why why Matt Murdock would be there, you know. So maybe some of the show happens there, and some of the show happens in New York or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's obviously because of uh, the connection to Wilson Fisk. Like that's he's so caught up on Wilson Fisk, or he's so mm-hmm. he's so caught up in trying to stop Wilson Fisk's plotting that I think that that is going to drive. It. Any and like that's an easy win for any plot needs or plot hooks for him to show up. Mm-hmm. He's like, I heard Wilson Fisk being talked about. Uh, are we fighting him? I, I showed up. I brought my cane. We good to go? <laughs> like I brought my stick and my my helmet. <laughs> I brought I my mean, ketchup and mustard suit. We good to go? <laughs> not the guy stick. My actual stick. Yeah, my actual um. stick. <laughs> <laughs> Literal stick, not a person yeah. stick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so ones we haven't talked much about, I mean, you mentioned Secret Invasion, but, like, that seems like such a big deal, but it's lost among all this multiverse stuff that's happening, and I don't even know what to think about, um, yeah. Secret Invasion like All the right multiverse now. stuff that's happening is, like, way beyond the normal person. Average Americans within the MCU are right. going to care more about, you know, aliens invading our home, rather than, like, the multiverse. I wonder if Secret Invasion might lead to the rise of characters like Val, which we've talked about her possibly being a scroll, but like, ooh, man, ooh, we talked about her being possibly being the queen scroll after talking about it. Yeah, um, thank you. So, so somebody wrote, it, wrote that in. Um, what if, like, that movie ends with Val and her team, her newly formed team, the, like the Thunderbolts, I guess, like showing up to stop the Skrull invasion, right? And yeah. then they, they, they get, you know, they, they save the day, Skrull are stopped, and then we realize in the post-credits or whatever that Val is a Skrull, and all of the invasion that they let us see was just part of the, like, plan to get her and the Thunderbolts in power. And, like, that th- that ties all the way through to New World Order or whatever. Yeah, that's the secret invasion. Yeah, like, it's a secret invasion, and we're watching it the whole time, being like, oh, there's this invasion they're stopping, but it's really, like, 
It's a it's a double secret invasion. <laughs> double secret invasion. <laughs> they should have called it double secret invasion. It's Animal House. We <laughs> <laughs> uh. Animal House of Harkness. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, as we say, we hadn't talked about House of Harkness. Which that one's the one that on their thing they said it will be in the winter of twenty three slash twenty four. So I don't know if that means it's going to straddle the year or if it means that they're not sure yet. Yeah, I think it's it hasn't really been announced. Um, it's expected later this year, like very late this year. Uh, and I'm honestly, I personally am expecting it to be pushed into next year. I think that's pretty likely. They've got so much to do this year. Just yeah, considering how much there is to to come out with this year, because we've got what if, uh, what if is supposed to be early twenty twenty three, season mm-hmm. two, uh, according to Variety, um, and it's got nine episodes. Secret Invasion is supposed to be early twenty twenty three, and it's got six episodes. And Loki is supposed to be mid-2023 with six episodes. And Ironheart is late-2023 with six episodes. And Echo and then the Coven of Chaos, like, those two, we don't know how many episodes they are. And they're, at some point, maybe late-2023, early-2024. I wouldn't count on either of those being in this year, though. Mm, Okay. But then there's also um, Daredevil Born Again is going to be within phase five and it's it's been ordered for 18 episodes yeah and that's supposed to be in 2024 though right that one's in 2024 yeah that one's solving that one is probably like that one's gonna stretch out uh through a lot of next year yeah god it's gonna be like the whole potentially five months worth of content there that's crazy it's crazy 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 i'm excited for iron heart but big but I kind of I'm 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 kind of annoyed that they did so much to set her up in Wakanda Forever and then took the suit away because it just felt like hey they've built the character or at least built the the superhero part of her character and then it's like let's take that all away and kind of start over yeah we can't let you take the suit well, yeah why but, not you that's mm-hmm. it was quite literally exact like it's your choice it is your choice you are choosing not to let her have the suit. Yeah, no, no one's stopping you. It's it's not like you've got government mandates saying that you can't, you know, let her have the suit. No, I mean, I guess giving a college student a, a vibranium Iron Man suit, like maybe not the you know call they should make, but <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Scoff. <laughs> any other any other big like things you want to talk about this coming year? Like, what's the thing you're least excited for? Like, what's the thing that you're like, eh? So other than the Sony properties that I'm just kind of like, meh, I don't think they're going to do a great job with Craven the Hunter. I, I think that Across the Spider-Verse is going to be good, but oh the, yeah, the animated stuff, you know, the Spider-Verse stuff was great. Yeah, I, I think that's probably going to be one of the best movies of the year. Like, it's going to be freaking great. As far as firm MCU content, like, produced by Marvel Studios, I would say that the thing that I'm least excited about is What If Season 2. Um, and that's just because it's it's a thing that is an anthology series that like doesn't necessarily tie into any one thing or any other thing that we have seen so far. It's going to be fun though to see our characters coming back for those things, but like, eh, unless they tie it together into something and make it matter, uh, I'm just going to be kind of like. Well, that's eh. the thing. The first season they built this team, and now they're going to be doing another season and like 
it's in the middle of the multiverse saga, I feel like um, it is likely to tie to Kang. Like, I could see them actually, like, dealing with a, 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 a Kang or two in their, uh, you know, in their, like, especially if it's after it, Quantumania and Loki or, or somewhere in there, you know? Um, I could totally see them, like, just tying this Kang storyline. That, that's three properties that could really heavily feature Kang, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kang is the, the most obvious choice for a big bad for what if. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. Because they've already done the Infinity Stones thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. You don't, we don't want to do that again. But yeah, man, just such a big year. Uh, big year we got coming of lots of cool content. Um, my, you know, I guess... Mm, I feel like I should answer the question I asked you to answer, so I'm going to do it. Uh, I guess my least exciting thing is Ironheart, just for that reason. I feel like they've sort of, like, written her into, like, jumping backwards, and I don't love that. Yeah. But, like, I'm still really excited for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, none of these are really things that I'm actually meh about. Right. Like, they're all exciting things because they're Marvel. Yeah. But, like, meh. Yeah. Some things you're more excited about than others. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, all right, well, uh, guys, we'll be uh, we'll be back soon. We're, we're, we probably would continue a little longer, but we're having really bad internet connectivity issues that's making conversation almost impossible. <laughs> so we we tried to soldier through, but we keep having to like stop ourselves because it's getting really bad, uh, really bad delay over here or something. Um, so we'll be back soon. Actually, you know, it's our first time uh, casting from separate coasts, I guess. There's not a real bad delay. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that got worse. It got way worse. <sighs> it got way worse. It got so much worse. <laughs> Jeff just stared at me, like, acted like he was still listening. You jerk. <laughs> I've learned acting being out here where actors are. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back soon guys Uh, we appreciate all of you listening and uh, hope you uh, join us for the next episode peace until next time true believers thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast available everywhere you get podcasts and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.